0: Hello, this is Bill Lytell again with some wisdom for your walk. I'd like to show in some of these uh, 10-minute podcasts uh, where I get uh, some of the uh, formulation for my beliefs as I've read through the Bible year after year after year. I highly, and of course, as you know, most of you know, I highly recommend reading your Bible at least once a year That's about 72 hours of time you spend with God. About 95% of what God wants to talk to you about or tell you will come from the Bible. 5% or less will come in direct inspiration, or if I may say illumination, actually a correct word, uh, to you through the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit will guide you about 5% of the time, uh, and then the the Word of God will guide you the other 95% of the time. Uh, it may be more or less, depending on the individual. But generally speaking, if you don't know the Bible, you really don't know much about God and who he, who he is and what He wants for you. The Bible says of itself, in the New Testament, we have the very mind of Christ. Well, we're supposed to be like Him, and we're being conformed to His image, according to the Word of God, tells us about how what God's doing in us. I wanted to deal with... Uh, a principle. A principle A principle is something that is true no matter what age, no matter what time, no matter what culture, no matter where you find it. A principle is a principle. It's a principle of truth, and it's true. In the book of Haggai and the Minor Prophets, um, the children of Israel had compromised themselves, had brought the world into their worship, had, had brought other gods, even names of gods, into their worship, uh, but they were worshipping, they never gave up worshipping the Lord, uh, the Jehovah God. Uh, they they worshipped the Lord, but they did it mixing in with that other things from the gods around them. And that was one of the major reasons why the children of Israel were destroyed by God, cast out by God. Uh, the, 11, the ten tribes in the north were taken by Assyria and really just spread out throughout the world. The two tribes that were left were given a chance about 136 more years to prove that they could serve God. They backslid. They went off into idolatry and worshiping other gods, bringing it in. But they never quit worshiping Jehovah now. Oh, they kept his name up. They, they kept the temple up the name up. But, but, ne- but they brought in the world into their worship. There's nothing more... I think, makes God angry Then, when you bring the world into the worship of himself. It's just, to be a friend of the world, the Bible says, the enemy of God. To be a, uh, you, you literally make yourself an enemy of God to be a friend of the world. he says in First John chapter 2, 15, 17, uh, Love not the world, neither the things in the world. And goes on very clearly there. he doeth the will of the Father, abideth forever. And so... Where, where, one of the principles in Haggai, he tells his, ch- his children here in the Old Testament of why they have had judgment come upon them, why they had, were taken out of their cities of the south, why Jerusalem was completely destroyed, why the temple was destroyed down to the foundation of it and polluted, and the heathen came in and populated it and pillaged them. Why? Well, it starts in uh, chapter 2, verse 11. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Ask now the priest concerning the law, saying, If one bear holy flesh in the skirt of his garment, and with his skirt he doth touch bread or pottage or wine or oil or any meat, shall it be holy? And the priest answered and said, No. So when you have something holy and it touches something unholy, the the holy becomes unholy. That's what basically that verse said. Verse 13, then said Haggai, if one that is unclean by a dead body touch any of these, shall it be unclean? And the priest answered and said, it shall be unclean. So in that case, he said, if you're unholy and you touch something holy, the holy ceases to be holy now, they're all unclean. So the principles established there, because he said in verse fourteen, then answered Haggai and said, "So is this people, and so is this nation before me," saith the Lord, "and so is every work of their hands, and that which they offer there is unclean." And and so, some people believe that just worshiping God in any way, shape, or form does Him honor. And he ought to be happy that we care about him at all. I think that's kind of the attitude of some folks, but that's not. Our God's a great God. Our God's the creator of all that he is, the inventor of it, the architect of it. The, he he uh, designed all of it, and He's a great God. He's the God that gave His Son so He could save us from sin. He's a loving God. He doesn't possess love; He is love. Uh, twice in First John says, "God is love," and so. He deserves our 100% honest, 100% real, 100% clean worship. And here's, in essence, is what's wrong with the CCM movement or the modern church movement, who's brought a dance music, a sexually oriented, flesh-moving music called rock and roll music. Remember now, a song is two parts. It has a poem, and it's set to music. So what's happened in a CCM music, contemporary Christian music, is they've taken words that many times are good words, pure words. They take words right out of the Bible for some of their songs. But they set it to ungodly, worldly, rock and roll, sensually appealing music. You can take a kid, a three-year-old, doesn't know much about anything, you can play him rock and roll music, he'll want to move his hips and sensual parts of his body. Um, you take a young teenage girl, 14, 13, 14, 15, you play her some rock music, and she'll want to start moving and gyrating in a way that's sensually attractive to men. It's sensual music. I don't think it takes much to realize that. Uh, that's why it's called rock and roll. It had something to do with that by its very name. And so you take that which is unclean created by the evil one himself for wickedness in the world and then you you apply maybe godly word the word of God and that's that's what verse 12 says if one bear holy flesh that's what we'll say the word of God in your garment and you go ahead and touch it with something that's unclean what what shall happen shall and, the, and shall the uh, shall the, the clean touching the unclean make the unclean clean? The answer to that is no. Haggai chapter 2, verse 12. Or if I take the unclean, uh, the music of rock and roll, and I touch it with the word of God, which is clean, will the unclean become clean? And they said no. The unclean will make the clean unclean. So you can take the word of God and put it to rock and roll music and make the word of God unclean. But God says, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to, I, I quit offering it. Stop it. He says, so is this people, and so is this nation before me, saith the Lord. So is every work of their hands that they are offer, they, that which they offer is unclean. And I think that's exactly what's going on in churches all across the world, Adam the United States of America for the last 30, maybe the last 30, 35, 40 years. It started as soon as the world adapted the Elvis Presley Beatles rock and roll 60s and 50s. It cre- began to creep into the church. Now I was alive during that period of time and I can tell you I never believed that rock and roll music would be allowed in Baptist churches. But I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. And it's cre- wanting to creep into every square inch of, of God's house in every, every format and every venue. Why? Because there's a war going on. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against wickedness in high places. And this is one of the plans is the devil can't get God to... Uh, I mean, we're saved. The born-again believers are saved. He, he can't get God to judge you except he can get you to cause God to judge you. He can't make God judge me. If I don't deserve it. But he can make me act in such a way as a disobedient child, displeasing my father... To where God, Hebrews chapter 12, you read it for yourself, and you'll see it, the chastisement, God himself will have to come and chastise me. I believe what's going on in America and why we got transgender junk going on and why we got all of these crazy progressives uh, having so much liberty is not due to them. The, 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 the devil acts like the devil. The world acts like the world. They they do what they do, but it's because of the church uh, losing their power with God and aggravating God with the worldly worship and him bringing them upon us as part of that judgment. And that already happened, been patterned over and over again in the Old Testament. And it says twice, both in Corinthians and Romans in the New Testament, that we're supposed to look at the Old Testament for an example or an example of what how God treated his people and what they did. That's why you got to know the Old Testament and the New Testament. I hope this helps you some. Uh, to understand why the independent, fundamental, Bible-believing Baptists, at least so far for the most part, in 2022, take a very aggressive stand against rock and roll music, CCM music, in the worship service, and really in the life of the believer, because it, it hurts God's feelings wherever you place it and put it with His Word. This is some wisdom for your walk.